Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 139 of Lean Blog Audio. It's May 17th, 2016. Today's post and episode is titled Lean Hospitals, Thoughts from a Health System COO on Lean, Purpose, and Safety. So in the previous editions of my book, Lean Hospitals, I've included case examples from Avera McKinnon Hospital and Avera Health. Fred Slineka is the former president of Avera McKinnon. He's now the chief operating officer for the Avera system. And I've known Fred going back to my, some of my earliest days in healthcare, 2006 or so, I'm, I'm guessing. Um, now, I talked to Fred again last year for the updated and revised third edition of my book, which is now available for pre-order if you go to leanhospitalsbook.com. Um, and I'm going to kind of share some of the excerpt here. So updating you know, some of the earlier case study, um, it says in the book. Reflecting further in 2015, Slineka says, and, and the following, this is all Fred's words. After over a decade of trial and error, American healthcare organizations are finally understanding the need to adopt lean principles. It is only through rigorous attention to work redesign and eliminating variation that we can provide the safe and reliable care that our patients deserve. I believe that for the last decade, most healthcare organizations viewed lean as a tool without a major purpose. Today's focus on value requires that organizations embrace lean to assure our patients receive what they deserve, safe and highly reliable patient care. The historically slow adoption of lean has probably been due to the amount of time and energy needed to change a single process in a single organization. The juice, as we say, was often not worth the squeeze. Today, the largest organizations are developing highly reliable practices and then disseminating them across all their many hospitals. Now, the juice is worth the squeeze. The rapid development of service lines is helping to assure that practices are quickly disseminated. When our revenues were based on volume, quality and value took a back seat. As we confront star ratings and penalty payments, we are now focused on safety and quality. I believe that can only enhance the adoption of lean over the longer term. So that's the end of the excerpt with Fred's thoughts. I'd love to hear your reaction to his comments and to these questions that I'll pose here. And again, if you want to comment or see a link to any of this, go to leanblog.org slash audio 139. Question one, have too many organizations used lean as a tool without a major purpose? Here's my thoughts. I see a lot of what Fred is describing. Too many organizations try to train a lot of frontline staff or they use isolated lean tools like 5S or they run a bunch of disconnected projects or events. Lean needs to be tied deeply to the questions of what problem are you trying to solve, as John Shook would say, and the question of what is your most pressing need, as Taiichi Ono would, would say back in the day from Toyota. Question two. Is the slow adoption of lean due to the purposeless tools problem or the fact that it's hard to change the culture in an organization? Here's my thoughts. One can make the argument that lean has never failed, but it's, it's more a case of when, when it looks like failure of people giving up on lean, when it gets difficult or when it challenges their core beliefs and common behaviors. An example of this might be thinking the problem is bad employees and therefore leaders need to blame and punish people. This runs, of course, counter to lean thinking. Question three, are hospitals really more focused on safety and quality than they were five years ago? Do incentives, penalties, and ratings help push hospitals and health systems in the right direction? Or does it just cause other dysfunctions? 
my thoughts. I, oh, I, I certainly hope that hospitals are more focused on safety and quality, but I wish the lack of focus on safety and quality had never been a problem to begin with. That's, that's embarrassing. Leaders can't delegate safety and quality. That's an old lesson from W. Edwards Deming. And leaders can't delegate a lean transformation. My fear with penalties and incentives is that it'll be easier for, for organizations to game the system or to fudge the numbers. So we'll see more of that instead of seeing real improvement. I'd love to be proven wrong on that. So what do you think? You can come post a comment. You can do so anonymously if you like. You can go to leanblog.org slash audio 139. Thanks for listening.